Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah. Joined by my partner, the chairman. How you doing? Haven't done a podcast with you in two months, I think. Has it been that long? Great to see your face. Good to see you. But the market's been, it's been a hell of a two weeks. It's, uh... Let's address that today, should we? Let's do it. All right. So before we get into the cause and effect, let me give you some some numbers, folks that are listening. And this was as of yesterday. The yesterday was 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 a very bad day in the market to begin with, and then it actually finished positive. But at its lows yesterday, the S and P five hundred was down thirteen percent from its highs. The Nasdaq was down eighteen and a half percent, and the Russell two thousand small cap stocks down twenty two percent. So, and here's the interesting thing of the NASDAQ. 50% of the NASDAQ stocks are down 50% or more. Wow. Boom. So, a couple causes, and would love your thoughts on the current situation in the market. The, the sparking the sell-off has been the fear of the Fed pulling their, their foot off the gas pedal, which needs to happen, uh, doing too much too fast raising rates, and and also inflation fears. Inflation over 7%. Highest it's been since 82. Mm-hmm. Right? Which came off of its high in 1980. What, what, tell me your thoughts on the correction. Uh, should people be worried? I mean, tell me what's going on in Brian, in the chairman's mind when you s- experience markets like this. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the markets have. Uh, I, I mean, I think stock valuations generally are. I would say f- have been full um, coming up to maybe the last uh, few weeks, and uh, and so when you have, uh, you know, historically the market today's today's market value is trading at a historically higher price, higher PE multiple. You know, in the in the mid to low twenties, historically PE multiples have been sub 20, you know, 15 to you know, maybe 17%, 16% PE multiples. And what 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 does that mean a PE multiple? It's just the price of a, a business divided by the earnings. It's just we call it a multiple. So if you have a, a company that's selling for $100 and has $10 in earnings, it would have a 10 multiple. So you're paying 10 times or a 10 multiple of uh, of those earnings. And so today we're paying a little bit higher, and uh, and so when we have interest rates, interest rates have been going up uh, because why? We you talked about it, inflation, and infl- we've had a little bit of inflation mm-hmm. this because of coronavirus, and and our inflation numbers are year over year. So we're looking, you know, last year we were kind of deep in the still coronavirus, and and uh, here we are, we're kind of we've been on the coming out of coronavirus and then had a setback and went back in with the omicron and right. plant shutting down and you know meat going through the roof prices and And then we had supply yep. supply chain disruptions you know we yep. shut down for a while so that is that's Okay, let's talk about this for a second. Inflation. Because it's scaring scaring a lot of people and it's I think it's resetting valuations, right? Along with the interest rates rising as as cause and effect. Do you think that there's, it's kind of a tell of two markets? And I say that because I think the correction that we're having, specifically in the NASDAQ, 
is very, very healthy because the valuations of those that 50% of stocks that's down 50% or more, they were insane. Yeah. There was, uh, there's, a, there's pockets of the market that uh, valuations are just crazy. A, a rational investor, a business owner looking at a business and valuing that business um, would, uh, with those 50, a lot of those 50% companies that are down, you know, 50% or more, would look at that and say, that is not a rational price. Um, and there was a lot of momentum, a lot of speculation in the market. Yep. So there's been a lot of, there's, there's been a lot of speculation going on. We talk about SPACs, we talk about meme stocks, we talk about um, Reddit, you know, threads and Reddit uh, groups that are, that are uh, promoting stocks. And, and then we got crypto and Bitcoin and, and the stay at home stocks and the Robin Hood crowd. All right. I'm going to say something and this. I might regret saying this. No, I won't. Um, w- late last year. Or maybe Q4, Q4 sometime, right? So late last year, we had a handful of clients asking us, why aren't you invested in this or that? Because it was on a tear. Those same stocks are down 40, 50, 60% now because of the bubble that you're, you're describing. You can't chase these investments or you'll get, you'll get wrecked. Well, and we talk about, our, we, we just had a, a meeting just a minute ago with a, with a client and we talked about we have this process, and part of that process is we put a value on a business before we buy it, and we want to buy it at a discount to the uh, to the value of that business. Yep. And so, so many of these companies that have been hit so hard, and uh, the values of those businesses were significantly below um, what they were selling at in the marketplace. And uh, you know, we we've looked at some of these companies and said, how, how on earth can you? Come, you know, buy that company and think that you're buying any sort of value. I mean, a lot. In fact, a lot of these companies had no earnings, no profitability, and and value is derived from from profits. I mean, that's how you that's how you value businesses. It's future cash flows. It's future profits. And so many of these businesses didn't have any profits. It reminds me, you know, talking about being the old guy here. It reminds, yeah, way old. It reminds me in some degree of what happened in dot com in the late nineties. Yep. I mean, there were so many businesses that were trading at incredibly crazy valuations, and then coming out of that, we had this. People sort of woke up to the idea. It was like the emperor was wearing no clothes, and all of a sudden, everybody realized, oh wow, he's not wearing any clothes. And and look at the valuations on these businesses. Yep. And valuations have come down dramatically, and we saw that in dot com area, dot com era, and we're now we're seeing it with some of these in meme pockets. stocks and pockets. Yeah, you know what we buy, we buy value. I mean, that's part yeah. of what we do is we're looking for value, and part of that value, part of that calculation of value is growth. You know, how how fast will these earnings grow over the next five, ten years? So this is so this market that we're seeing now with the Nasdaq nearing bear market 20%, right? Once the market's down 20%, it's bear market ca- category right. or labeled as a bear market. We we're, we were close yesterday, but talk to talk to uh, what that means or or is that a bad thing to the market to have the NASDAQ down 18 and the S&P 13? Yeah. Like, is that a bad, is that bad? No. Well, I, I think this has been really healthy. Um, and I, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody out there because I mean I we have clients we're 
we're invested that are invested myself i'm fully invested yeah, yeah me too my portfolio is down over the last couple of weeks just like everybody else i'm aggressive it mine is too yeah <laughs> so we're not making light of you know the market being down um but no we're not no not at all i mean and we know that there's people out there that this really hurts and and uh, psychologically psychologically more than monetarily right and uh unless you're one of those people that had we're owning a lot of those companies in in that that fifty percent yeah. category. They're down fifty percent. You know, they didn't really have a lot of value. In fact, some of them are down sixty, seventy, eighty percent, and they might go down even further. So, yep. um, that's why it's so important to buy value. But we think I think this is really healthy for the market long term. If you're a net investor, if you're going to be, and you and I, we're still in the even though. <laughs> As old as I am, I'm still in the accumulation phase. I'm trying to, still trying to build wealth personally. I know you are. Yep, absolutely. And uh, if if you're still in that phase, then you want stocks to be rationally priced. You don't want to. You don't want stocks to be incredibly high, and you're paying high prices for for your investments over the rest of your life. You absolutely don't. I would rather have them more rationally priced. So what we've seen is this is a healthy kind of a correction. It's flushing out a lot of the speculation out of the market. I think that's really healthy. A lot of the excess risk. The excess risk. And, yep. and guess what? When you pay less for a stock or less for a business, that's a good thing. You're buying more value when you pay less for a business. Um, in fact, I have a quote here. Let me... Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, let me... This is by... Uh, this is a quote by Charlie Ellis, who is just a Wall Street legend. Uh, he's also a... I think he was a professor and you know doctorate of economics. Um, he's still a Wall Street legend, even though he was a professor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a pretty, rare. pretty. I know it is <laughs> it is pretty rare. I'm sorry, but he's a no. It's it's actually it is pretty rare. But uh, he said, if you're buying something, wouldn't you rather pay less for it than more? When stocks get cheaper, how can that not be good news for a long-term investor? There are very few times when you should be bold. And history shows that those times are precisely when it seems you should be most afraid. It's absolutely, if I can say this right, absolutely cockamine. Did I say that correctly? It was close. Crazy to sell stocks after they drop. Instead, you should say, Today's there, today there's a first-rate bargain and I'm buying. And that's, ex yeah. that's really the attitude you should have is when stocks are on sale, Buffett's always said, buy your groceries, buy your stocks like you buy your groceries when they're on sale. And that's exactly how we think about it. If you're a net investor, meaning you're going to be investing, still trying to accumulate wealth, you want stocks to be rationally priced, to be reasonably priced. You're mm -hmm. not you're not overpaying for your investments. That if you think if you have a five hundred thousand dollar portfolio today, and you think in ten years from now you think your portfolio will be say worth a million dollars, as it grows and it grows in value over time, um, does it matter what? Does it, in the long-term scheme of things, does it matter if it's down 3 or 4 or 5% today or tomorrow? So those that are still in the accumulation phase of life, like we are, right? Putting money in the market, planning for the future, need growth. Uh, we, we want this. We, we want the market to go lower, right? So there's that group of people, exactly what you just said. Like This is when you buy. We've got 50% of our portfolios trading below uh, – or, or, or say 20% plus below its intrinsic value, right? I mean, it's great deals right now. Right. Uh, but... They could get better. They could they get could cheaper. Get, they could get better. Cheaper, right. Uh, but then there's still those that have 
are done with that phase of life. They're retired. And I want to speak to those people in a minute. Okay? Yeah. Not right now, but in a minute, because we need to put this into perspective. Is, is, I mean, we, the, the, the NASDAQ was down 18.5%, uh, which some consider the NASDAQ the market because tech stocks are so much they're, – they're, they're the majority of the market. Their, influence, the market on, their, their yeah. influence on the market's big, yeah. So here's what the S&P over the last 100 years has experienced on average. Hey, there's a correction of 10% plus at least every two years. Hey, normal. We're seeing that right now. We did not have that last year. We have that this year. The market was down, I think, 5% last 5% year? 5% of it's low. Right. It's low, yep. And we're down 10%. Yeah, yeah. So we're hitting that. Every, once every seven years, we're down 20% plus. Hey, so we... That could occur, but it happens every every seven years. So plan psychologically for that. Now, a 30% plus correction happens every 12 years on average. And, and so we had that two years ago. 37% in this, correction. The in the spring, co- yep. Yeah, spring of 2000 we had Of, that. of 2020. So 2020. Um, this is normal. This is, this is normal market behavior, although it hurts when it happens, especially to that group that is retired. So we've talked to, to the accumulator. Hey, if you got any cash lying around, gosh, call us. Send it in. Call Katie and her team. They're fantastic. Send it in because we got stuff to buy. But if you're retired, what would you say to retired people? Yeah. Okay, let me. Can I comment? It's a little bit harder. Yeah, on yeah. the uh, backing up on the the people still in the accumulation phase. Call us. Yes, call Katie. We'll put that money to work. Um, it doesn't mean that we the market doesn't mean the market hit its low today or, no. could, or yesterday. Could go lower. It could go. It could go lower. Absolutely. But we're looking at values in from a say three years, five years, ten years. I mean, we're not looking at this like, oh, it's a great bargain today and tomorrow it's gonna be yeah. up. That's not what we're thinking. Three months or six months, no. No. It's no. we're we're looking out the next three, five we think, yeah, there's some good good investment opportunities today if you if for a long term investor. Yep. So for those people who are in the distribution phase of life, they're they're living they're not accumulating income, they're not accumulating assets, they're Taking, yeah. spending their assets. They're living off of their portfolio. Right. Living off of their hard work over the last 30, 40 years. I mean, it's absolutely super important that we do a great job for these people. We take mm-hmm. it very serious. We have a cash management strategy that we we want to set aside your cash needs for the next two years, at least the next two years. So typical, typical bear markets, we're what is it, 14, 18 months, something yeah, like 14 that? 14 months. 14 months. Yep. We want to have cash on the sidelines that we don't have to dip into your dip into your stocks or dip into your investments when the mark when when stocks are down. And so we we want to have if you're in the distribution phase of life, we want to have liquid assets available to you that we can access without having to sell stocks if they're down. And so what happens and those that are clients have experienced this, when the market's trading at all time highs and and say you know, investment that we love within a portfolio goes from 10% to 18%. Okay, time to time to take some of that off the table and and move it in cash to replenish what they've been living off of. Right. When the market's down 10, 15, 20%, stop we stop doing that 
you live off the cash because who knows how long on average is 14 months, but new, you know, let's plan 24 months. Right. So they can live off the cash while the market recovers, allowing us to open up more cash. So th- that group of people were mindful of you. We understand it stinks. Any correction stinks, even normal healthy corrections that we're seeing now. Uh, but know that you're you're at the forefront of our minds for sure. Yeah, and this has been a. I mean, this has been quite an amazing, you know, couple years in the market. We we've. Had, what were we up in 2020? I mean, what the was last the, five years we've averaged 18. percent Yeah, right? I mean that's it's been pretty good. Not as good as the last, um, <laughs> the last bull market. Yeah. From from you know, back in the late 90s or, or early 2000s, but. Yeah, I mean, I know that a lot of people like to anchor. You know, they look, they see their high water mark on their investment portfolio. Recency bias. Yeah, the recency yep. biases. They look at that and they, they keep thinking, oh, well, that's what it was worth, and now I'm down. You know, say five or ten percent from that from that that number, and uh, of course, everybody does it. It's human nature that everybody does it. Uh, I can tell you that when I look at that number, I always shave. 10 or 20% off of that number <laughs> and say, well, you know, I don't really believe that number. You know, yeah. I, I shave 10 or 20 because that's just what the market's going to do. Yep. I mean, it's going to correct 10 or 20% every so often. So whatever your portfolio was maybe a couple of years, a couple of weeks ago or, you know, a month ago when it was near highs, you know, shave 10 or 20% off and say, okay, that's really my number. But, you know, a year or two from now, that 20% is going to be, you know, sh- hopefully – a little higher. A lot higher. Yeah. Um, so we're doubling the money every seven to ten years, right? Right, right. Um, or you can just put, you know, if you're still in the accumulation phase and your account goes from a million to 800000 just find 200000 to bring it back up to a million. There you go. <laughs> Deposit yep. the money. Prices are attractive. <laughs> well, I, I would prefer, I wish the market would trade at a reasonable value all the time just to be fair to everybody, I mean, to be fair to, you know, people in the distribution phase and people in the accumulation phase, I, I say that sort of in jest because I do like, I mean, from there are incredible opportunities in financial markets and stock markets because sometimes the market gets irrational. Yep. We saw that's that. That's the beauty of the market. That's the beauty of but it. But those in retirement have already taken advantage of that. Now they're in retirement, so it's a different strategy. Right. Now those that are in the cu- accumulation phase, like we are, we're taking advantage of those, the craziness of Mr. Market. Mm. But when we're in retirement, we'll have to adjust our plan like we do for our clients, right? And it's, hey, you had your turn. <laughs> Let them have their turn. But we have a strategy for you. Right. Right? And, th- and then I think the other thing that I always remind myself and try to remind clients and, and customers and friends, I mean, all our clients are friends, is uh, we own businesses. I mean, you're a business owner. Yep. And just like the farmer that has a farm and having a bad year, he's not going to sell his farm because he's had a bad year. It's, you know, you're going to have a good year next year. You're going to have, you know, seven or eight or nine, seven or eight, nine years out of 10, you're going to have good years. Every once in a while, you're going to have a, t- you know, a tough year. It doesn't mean you sell the farm. You still, if you own a good business and it's going to grow over the next decade or five or 10 years, you're not going to sell it. I mean, I don't know why you would sell it. That's a completely irrational 
behavior to sell a great business just because you're going to have one, you know, one or two bad years yep. out of a decade. It's the psychology right. behind it. But it, because it's so easy, everybody gets sucked into it. Yeah. It's so easy. Just push a button and you're out. Boom. So we've addressed the correction, normal correction, at least at this point, from what we can tell. It could change. Uh, don't think it will, but it could. Uh, those that are in retirement and those that are in accumulation, what, what they should be thinking. Okay, so any any other words of wisdom for for people going through this market correction? I you know it's just stuff we always say. Stay keep keep a long term attitude. I'm in it for the long haul. Um, don't you shouldn't. There's a good quote here by Charlie Ellis. If if you don't plan on staying married, you should never get married. You know in the first place. And uh, that's kind of how we think about stocks. If you don't plan on being in stocks yep. for the long term, you should never be in stocks. I, Buffett, I'll, I also heard Buffett say that uh, um, something along the lines, if you can do something stupid when stocks go down in price, you, then you shouldn't own stocks. I mean, yeah. you really shouldn't be in stocks. And really to sell stocks when they go down is actually a, it's a really bad idea. The market has provided 18% per year for the fast, last five years. The volatility that we're experiencing now is the price that we pay for 18% returns. Yeah. If we can't handle this volatility, then we don't deserve 18% returns. No. And and so if you're afraid at home, turn off your computer. Go for a walk. Go snowshoeing. Go, what, bench press cars like you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one, last, one last tidbit of, <clears throat> tidbit of advice is, uh, this is from Buffett, is, of buy, course. Buy, yeah. <laughs> buy your stocks like you buy your groceries when they're on sale. And uh, here's the problem right now there's no groceries on sale. <laughs> that's true. Inflation. I know. Inflation. My wife just called me from Costco about some beef prices. Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't mean to blow up your quote because that's 100% accurate. No, but no, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, groceries are expensive. If you can find those on sale, buy them. But you know? but when groceries are on sale, you should you buy, buy them. And stocks, 100%. stocks, and you know some stocks, really really high quality stocks are off. I mean the 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 lower quality, lower value stocks are off fifty eighty percent. But a lot of high quality, really good businesses are off ten to twenty percent right now. Those are the businesses that yeah. we like. Yeah, absolutely. All right, my friends. Well, thanks for listening. Hopefully, this brought some. Some peace if you're a little bit worried uh, and some guidance. And if there's anything we can do, certainly reach out and we'll, uh, Brian will be happy to help you. Okay. I'm kidding. I will too. Katie will. Yeah, for sure. All right, folks. Thanks. Until next time. Bye-bye. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888-591-0334.